The following audio is from the Grove Church Snohomish campus. For more information about our church or to listen to previous sermons, check out our website at grove.church. Well, I want to say a huge thank you, first of all, to our entire church for last Sunday, Easter Sunday. Man, we had an incredible, incredible Sunday. Um, One of the cool things about Easter Sunday is that we had four people say yes to Christ for the very first time, so we celebrate that 100%. The other cool thing that happened was we had the best attendance we've ever had since we've been a part of this church and the Grove Church in Homish. We had 260 people show up to Easter Sunday, and that's adults and children. So I wanted to say a huge thank you to our volunteers, our worship team, First Impression, Grove Kids volunteers, parking crew. Everybody that just made that day happen was incredible, and it goes, it really cannot happen without the involvement of servants and volunteers and serving in our church. And so just a huge thank you from the bottom of our heart for being involved in what God's doing here at the Grove Church Snohomish. It's a huge honor that we see that many people be a part of a service, but we know it takes that many people to make it happen. So thank you so much. And like I said, we're a unique church because we don't have a building. This is a rented facility. We set this up and tear this down every single Sunday. And there are people who faithfully get involved in serving and a part of the vision of what what God is doing here. And I want to encourage you that if you're a guest with us, this isn't really for you, but if this is your church and you're dialed in, you want to be here, I want to encourage you to maybe consider joining one of those two teams. We have some people transitioning off our setup team and transitioning off our teardown team. And I would just love to see some new blood and some new involvement in our setup and teardown team. If you would be on a setup team, you're getting here at about 730. It takes about an hour and a half to set it all up. If you're on a teardown team, we're pulling out of the parking lot right around one o'clock. It's about an hour and a half after the service. And so if that's you, you can sign up in the lobby today for that. But again, it takes an army and we know we need the help. So we'd love to see you get involved in that. As we look to Baptism Sunday today, today is all about water baptism. And this is to me one of the greatest days of the church, other than Easter Sunday or Christmas, is baptisms. It's seeing people take a step and get water baptized. And today, we're already at 10 people tonight that are going to get water baptized. So that's going to be an awesome night tonight. But Jesus said it in Matthew 28, 18. He said, it's the Great Commission. He said, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I, will, I am with you always to the very end of the age. And like we talked about a few weeks ago, as the book of Acts ends, we are now the sequel to the greatest movement on planet earth, that is Jesus' kingdom advancing and moving forward for the mission and the sake of Jesus. And one of the amazing things about water baptism is Jesus said, go and do that very thing. I want you to go take the message of my son Jesus, his death, his burial, and his resurrection, which we just celebrated last weekend. And I want you to go, and I want you to tell as many people as you possibly can about my name. But not only do I want you to tell them about my name, I want you to tell them about that there's forgiveness 
of their sins. I want you to tell them that there's going to be a life and that life can be more abundantly. I want you to tell them that I'm giving them the Holy Spirit and the power and the boldness to be a witness for my name in their world, in their culture. And I also, here's what I want you to do. I want you to baptize them. I want you to baptize them in water and I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I want, you to, I want you to impact people's lives through these steps. And that's why we tell people, when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, we tell them, repent and be baptized. I mean, obviously there are other things to do in Christianity. Yeah, you can repent, be baptized, and begin to read the scriptures. Absolutely. We talk about reading God's word on a daily basis, and a lot of us are on a, a plan that's going to read us through the whole Bible by the end of this year as a church, taking in the verses every single day. I mean, you can repent, be baptized, read the scriptures, and you can join a life group, absolutely. Community of believers, meeting in homes, connecting, encouraging one another, building one another up, that's great, absolutely. You can read the Bible, get, you know, get into a life group, begin to serve, yes, Bible says we should serve and use our gifts and our abilities. But when the Bible talks about what we're called to do, ultimately to walk in obedience, those other things are great things, Okay, but the Bible just does command these two things. That is to repent, to turn to Christ, and to be water baptized. So it makes me think today as we look to baptism tonight, why baptism or what is baptism? I want to look to Jesus' baptism for just a moment and then share other, some other verses with you as well because Jesus was also baptized. So it says, then Jesus came to Galilee to the Jordan, this is Matthew 3, to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Let's pray for God's word today. Lord, we thank you for baptism Sunday, Lord. We thank you for this day. It's unlike any other day where we get to celebrate life change and new life for the sake of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And I pray today more than anything, God, that our hearts would be open to hearing this message. And I pray today, God, even now, that you would put it on every person in this heart that's in this room, God, put it on their heart, the power of water baptism. God, what it means to say yes to Jesus, what it means to go public in their faith. We thank you and praise you for it in your good name. Amen. It's interesting because a lot of times when we look at the scriptures and we read about water baptism in the early church, we see that it says you should repent of your sins and be water baptized. But then when we look to Jesus and we see that he was baptized, we can make a couple arguments. We can say, one, well, if Jesus got baptized, shouldn't we also get baptized? But if you think about it a little bit deeper, the reason why people get baptized and today why we recognize that sacrament and walk in that obedience is because we repent of our sin. We recognize there's been a separation from God because of our sin and then we get water baptized, meaning we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We're sinners saved by grace, needing his redemption. Are you tracking with me? But if Jesus got baptized, 
okay? And yet he was the son of God. Why did Jesus need to get baptized if he had no sin? Because again, we remember, we say that Jesus took our place for our sins. The interesting thing is that Jesus says at his baptism that it is proper for him to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus did not need to be baptized because of the repentance of sin. Jesus' baptism was to fulfill all righteousness. That righteousness included the fulfillment of all righteousness in life, the life of Jesus. All the righteousness that would be required of men before the court of God, Jesus performed. So he joined fallen humanity for whom he was providing righteousness by sharing their baptism. See, before Jesus' ministry even began, he chose to be water baptized, to become human, to be fully human and fully God, and to follow the act of baptism, even though he didn't need to be baptized because of sin, but to fulfill the righteousness of every believer in every generation moving forward. It's a very powerful thing to think about. It was another example of Jesus becoming like us to give his life for us. Now in Acts 2, 37 through 41, it says, when the people heard this, this is Peter speaking, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, repent and be baptized. Everyone say repent and be baptized. Come on, say it with me. Say repent and be baptized. There it is again. The two things that Christ followers should do. Every one of you in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to that number that day. I'm going to give you four things today about what baptism is, what water baptism is, and then we'll celebrate what God's going to do here tonight. Water baptism, number one, is declaring identification in Jesus Christ. When you choose to get water baptized, you are declaring that Jesus Christ is Lord of your life. It is identifying yourself with Jesus. It's saying, he is my king, he is my savior, he is my Lord, and I'm submitting my life to his will and direction for my life. I am declaring, I identify with Jesus Christ. He is my savior, that he is in charge of my decision-making and my future. It's identifying yourself with God's family and saying to you and the church body and your, and your immediate family or extended family, that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. I identify with what he's done. This is a part, I'm putting a mark on my life, a physical mark on my life that I represent Christ and his kingdom in this world, in this time frame. So first of all, it is declaring identification in Jesus Christ. Number two here, water baptism is a public announcement. Water baptism is telling your family, friends, and church community that you are placing your faith in Jesus Christ. 
It is not a private act, but a public decision made by you personally. It is you repenting and saying yes to Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. It is a public announcement. It is announcing without any shame or fear, without worrying about persecution or worrying about what your family thinks or worrying about what your spouse thinks. It is you personally, you as an individual, standing before God and your family and your church family and saying, I publicly declare my faith in Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of my faith in Jesus. I'm not ashamed to be identified with his son. I'm not ashamed to walk in obedience, and today I admit I'm a sinner saved by grace. I need your redemption in my life, and therefore baptism is declaring that very truth in your life. So it is a very public thing. It's not a private thing. It's not just meant to be done with you you at your home and your bathtub with your kids, nothing like that. It's meant to be in front of the entire church body to say, This is my new family. I'm a new person in Christ Jesus. I've accepted him as Lord and Savior of my life, and I'm going public with my faith. It's interesting because when we think about what Peter said, what Jesus said, repent, meaning turn, right? Turn away from the sin and the pattern that you've fallen prey to. Repent and be baptized. It's interesting because one is inward, one is outward, is it not? So you don't like go up to a bunch of people unless you've offended them and you need to confess your sin. You don't go up to a bunch of people and air all your dirty laundry. That's an inward thing. Repentance is an inward thing. Repentance is saying, God, between you and I, I have sinned and here's how and I need your forgiveness and your grace in my life. That's a very inward personal thing. But then the very opposite for water baptism It's not like you can do it by yourself, right? You can't baptize yourself, pour water on your head in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. It doesn't work that way. So so one is a very inward personal thing between you and God the Father accepting his son Jesus, but then the other is an outward thing saying, okay, God, because of all that you have done in my life, I am willingly and openly ready to make my faith an outward and public thing to everyone that knows me. I've said yes to Jesus. I've been bought with the price. I am new in Christ Jesus. Colossians 2 says, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised up with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And when you were dead in your transgressions and uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him having forgiven us all our transgressions, having canceled out the certificate of death consisting of decrees against us and which was hostile to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross when he had disarmed the rulers and authorities. He made a public display of them, having triumphed over them through him. So number one, water baptism is declaring identification with Christ. I identify with what Jesus has done. Water baptism, number two, is this public announcement, this outward thing, an inward transformation, but now an outward sign of it. But number three, based on Colossians, water baptism is a symbol of old and new. It's a symbol of recognizing that when we go down in the water of baptism and we come up in Christ, what it represents literally is when we go down into the water, it, it means that our old life is being buried in baptism. 
our old patterns of sin, our old ways of thinking, our old habits, our old thoughts. I'm going down underwater and I'm laying down my old life. Because in Christ Jesus, I have been made alive. See, I love that language. I've been made alive. I'm no longer who I was after I come up out of these waters. I become new in Christ Jesus. Paul teaches in 2 Corinthians, the old is gone and the new has come. You guys with me on this here? So there's this amazing thing that happens Obviously in the spiritual realm, but literally in the physical realm, where the water goes down, you're going down in the water, and as you come up out of the water, you become new in Christ Jesus. The old is gone, and you're new in him. You've been made alive, and it is a powerful thing. Because what happens is there's bondage, and there's sin, and there's things in our lives that we're afraid to admit of, admit to, and there's things that we wish we would do, and there's things that we wish we wouldn't do, and all of those, you know, wrestles and struggles of sin that we go through all the time, and what water baptism represents is you going, okay, I'm now dying to myself. I'm dying to that sin. I'm dying to those patterns in my life, and I'm going to come up new in Christ Jesus. All that is old and gone, and I'm leaving it in the watery grave. Wow. Like, that makes me want to get fired up in this place. That makes me want to do some cartwheels, okay? Like, that, that, that's what this is. This is new life. This is new life in Christ Jesus. Now, I want to make a distinction. Water baptism does not save you. It is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus that saves you. We confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart that Jesus Christ died and rose again. And if you do that, you shall be saved. So don't misunderstand me. This action does not save you. It's you confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. That saves you. But this is the public witness of what you did on the inside. I have been forgiven. I have been set free. I am no longer who I was yesterday than I am today. And I'm becoming now new in Christ Jesus, being made alive. So good. Man, it's so quiet in here, but this is so good. Okay, this is so good, but so quiet. This is going to help us here. Last one here, okay? If it's identifying with Jesus, okay, it's identifying with him. If it's this public outward announcement, if it's a symbol of old and new, well, then, my friends, water baptism is a joyful and powerful celebration. It is. And in my tribe and in how we do it, this is an exciting day, okay? People who have said yes to Jesus and they have decided to follow him and that's why you get the shirt. It says, I have decided to follow Jesus. And there's a song that goes, I have decided to follow Jesus. And that's where that comes from. I've decided to follow him. And so it's a joyful, powerful celebration of new life in Jesus. It is, it's exciting, It's like a birthday. It's like an anniversary. It's like the birth of a child. It is this powerful, exciting, joyful celebration. And so what happens is as people go down into this water and then they come up alive in Jesus, it is not like this. For other churches and maybe denominations, it maybe is this way, but for us, it's like this. First of all, what it's not. It's not... not that. 
It's not the church you're a part of. Other churches do it different ways. That's not the church you decided to come to today. That's not this church, okay, all right? I, I saw on Friday the, uh, the Endgame Avengers, okay? Which, how many just love going to theater with like the reserved seating now? It's awesome. It takes the stress completely away. But in that movie, I mean, it was awesome. Three hours, kind of long. But in that movie, me and some of the people from our life group went. It was awesome. But there's different points in that movie where like somebody shows up. I'm not going to give it away. Spoiler alert, okay? Somebody shows up and like in the audience, you know, people are like, ah! And they're like going crazy, right? Because so-and-so finally made a scene or something, you know? That happened like three or four times. And then when the movie ended, people were like, oh my gosh, the end game was the best. And we were going crazy over a superhero movie. I'm like, what is wrong with us, okay? I'm like, why are you cheering for him, okay? But think about that for a minute. Like, any, any, any sport fans in here, right? You love sports, Seahawks or the Warriors, okay? Like, if you're a sport fan in here and you're like, man, you're screaming at your television. If you go to a game, you're going crazy. When it's the playoffs, you go, I mean, we, we paint our faces. We wear the gear, all this stuff over sport teams, over the end of movies. And yet, we're talking about the, one of the most powerful moments in the life of a Christ follower when they've said yes to Jesus and they're about to come out of that water and be made alive. Man, that should make us want to get up out of our seat, right? I mean, that should make us want to get a little loud and a little crazy at the aquatic center tonight, all right? I love the director when I was talking to the, to the guy. He said, yeah, you know, because of the, the, the time frame and how many people you think you're expecting, we have to have all of our life, lifeguards on staff. I'm like, yes! So all of your lifeguards are going to be there when I'm screaming at people getting water baptized. This is going to be awesome. And I wonder if one of them will get baptized. Like, I'm serious, right? This is what this is. It is a powerful, joyful celebration, and it's meant to get loud. It's meant to be celebrated. It's, there's, there, it's meant to have joy and excitement. There's something new happening in life. And it's an exciting thing. It is. It's a very exciting thing. And so here's what I'm going to ask of you today. As the worship team comes back up here, I'm going to ask for you to do a few different things today. Number one, if you're here and you go, man, I'm showing up tonight. I'm going to be there. I'm going to ask you, man, go buy a shirt today. Ten bucks in the lobby, buy a shirt. Show up wearing it. Come celebrate the people that are getting baptized, all ten of them. It's awesome. Buy a shirt today. Number two, man, I'm just going to ask you to show up tonight. I'm sure you have maybe other plans or maybe this is getting springed on you, but I would just ask you, man, by the grace of God, if you can do your, your best to be there, even here's the thing, even if you can just come at the beginning and watch the baptism and you can't stay till the end, man, do that, please. Show up and watch people get water baptized because it is an exciting thing. It is a passionate thing. It is a beautiful thing to watch someone get water baptized and they put their faith in Jesus and they're saying yes to him and they're identifying with what he's done. It's awesome. So, so come and celebrate with us. Number three, I'm gonna ask you as your pastor to cheer very loudly tonight. Like this is a celebration. If we can cheer endgame, we can cheer about new life in Jesus Christ. Can I hear an amen? amen. Yes, absolutely, right? So we want to be that kind of church and that kind of people. 
But here's, the, here's one that no one's ready for today. Here's one I want you to consider today. If you are here and you've put your faith in Jesus Christ, you've said yes to him, you've confessed with your mouth, you've believed in your heart that Christ died and rose again to give you new life, but you have yet to get water baptized, today's your day. Today's your day. No more excuses. No more burying what you believe in your heart to be true. Today's your day. If you have put your faith in Jesus, Peter said, repent and be baptized. Jesus said, I did this to fulfill all righteousness. I did this as the first person so everyone could follow me and what I've done. I want to declare and I have decided to follow Jesus. And if you're here today, you go, man, I'm not really ready to do that tonight. I don't really, if you're here today and you've put your faith in Jesus, you've repented of your sin and you've never been water baptized, or you're here today and you go, you know, I was baptized years ago. I was baptized when I was a kid, or I was baptized, but in my life, and I made decisions, and I did some things, and I, I've, I've kind of come back to God, and I've made my life right with him again, and I want to get re-baptized. Sure, it's for you. Sure, you can get baptized again if there was a wandering season or a season where God wasn't as near as he should have been. But if you're here today, come on up here, buddy, bring those up here. If you're here today and you go, you know what? I'll be there tonight and I'm getting baptized. I'm gonna throw you a shirt right now. You say, you know what? I have said yes to Jesus and I'm getting baptized tonight. I'm joining with the other 10 that have already said yes, that have signed up and I'm doing it. I'm getting baptized. I've already, if you've already signed up, this isn't you. But if you've not signed up and you're like, really, you're gonna throw a shirt out and I have to be there? You better show up tonight or God will strike you dead, okay? No, I'm just kidding. He won't. No, he won't. He might, okay? No, I'm kidding. But if you're here today and you say, you know, today's my day. He's my Lord and my Savior. I need to get baptized. If that's you today, you you haven't signed up yet, but today's your day. Just lift your hand. I'm going to throw you a shirt. All right, awesome, man. Come on. Give me a size. Okay, what, what size are you? XL. Get him an XL. Awesome. I love it. Way to take that step. Come on, let's celebrate that. XL, yeah. Come on. All right. Someone else with the 11. With the 11 right here. Okay, what's your, what, what's your name? Abby or Abby? Abby. All right, you're going to get baptized? Okay, what's your shirt size? A medium. Okay, let's get her a medium. Stay up here with me, bro. Let's go. Come on. Okay. Sam, are you already signed up? You're already signed up. Okay, you're good, buddy. We're going to see you in the water tonight. Awesome, Abby. Come on. We got 12. 12 people getting baptized. Come on. Anyone else? You say, you know, today's my day. Today's my day. I want to get baptized. Anyone else with these 12? You say, man, today's my day. I want to be baptized. I want new life in Christ Jesus with anyone else in this place. Just want to give you one more opportunity with these two. Yeah, awesome. What's your name? Jordan. Lauren. Lauren with an L. Lauren. All right, what size are you? Small. Okay, awesome. Come on. Wow. There you go. Come on. Look at what God can do. Look what God can do. Anyone else? 13. It just keeps growing. You go, man. I want to get baptized. 
I put my faith in Christ. I'm new in him. I'm going public with these 13. Anyone else? You go, man, today's my day. I'm doing this. I will see you tonight at 6 p.m. with these 13. One more time. Anyone else? Awesome. Can we just celebrate right now what God is doing in this place? Yes. Yes. Let me pray for you here, but just one more reminder. Come on, let's show up tonight for these 13. Let's celebrate. Let's get our crazy on. Let's act like we know and love Jesus. Let's get excited. Jesus is alive. Let me pray for you today. God, I thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit that tonight, God, we're gonna baptize 13 individuals, God, that are saying yes to you, Jesus, and they're going public with their faith. And it is gonna be a joyful celebration. God, we're gonna lose our voices for the sake of Jesus. We're gonna be bold for the sake of Jesus. We're gonna be a witness for the sake of Jesus. And I pray even now, God, for the staff, for the directors, for those lifeguards, I pray, God, they would find Jesus tonight. I pray they would get baptized tonight. I pray they put their faith in your son, Jesus. And God, I thank you that your kingdom is advancing and that it has no end. And we thank you, God, that we are gonna continue to go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. If you're with me, can you say amen? Amen. We'll see you tonight. Ryan. Thank you for listening to the Grove Church Snohomish Sermon Podcast. If you want to keep up with us, like us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at grove.church.